Hello, friend, and welcome to the Project Virtue podcast. Here at Project Virtue, our mission is to inspire girls to take a stand for Christ. I'm your host, Sarah Gentry, and I'm so thankful that you've chosen to listen. Together, let's take a stand. so much for tuning in to the Project Virtue podcast today. I am really excited for today's episode. Um, It's a little bit different. I don't usually tackle um, things that are going on in the world. I try to stay out of politics as much as possible, stay out of current issues, but there was just something that really kept coming up that I just really felt like I needed to talk about, and that was this cancel culture idea. I am seeing it literally everywhere. And if I'm being honest, at first I didn't really even know what it was. What is cancel culture? Um, We've seen Dr. Seuss be canceled, J.K. Rowling's been canceled, Jimmy Fallon, uh, the Dumbo movie, and Aunt Jemima, and many other things that there are people trying to cancel. And basically this cancel culture, if you're not familiar with the term, is canceling people or shows or characters that may be offensive. So as with a lot of things in the world, sometimes it's hard for Christians to know, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? This is here. This is happening. What What's supposed to be done? And I think that there is a balance to be found. As with most things in life, there is a balance. This balance is between discernment, but ultimately remembering that we are sojourners. We are pilgrims on this earth. So I'm really excited to dig into all of this with you today. Again, thank you so much for tuning into Project Virtue and let's get into it. So Romans 12 and verse 2 is a very familiar passage to most of us, but I think a lot of times we tend to focus on the beginning of this verse And we may or may not sort of skip over or not really pay as much attention to the second part of this verse. Romans 12 and verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So again, super familiar passage, but that ending By testing, you may discern what is the will of God. There are many passages in the Bible about discernment. And this concept is is very important for us to understand. This means that we are making decisions with the text of God's word on what is good, what is best for us in our walk as Christians. We have to determine what those things are in this world. So when it comes to this cancel culture idea, there are, of course, things that as Christians we should not be watching, we should not be listening to, we should not be saying or hearing. All of these things require discernment. Another verse that I think is important is Philippians chapter 1 and verses 9 and 10. It says, and it is my prayer, this is Paul writing to the Philippians, it is my prayer that your love may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment so that, this is the purpose for that discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent 
and so be pure and blameless for the day of Christ. So this discernment is important because this is how we remain pure and blameless. Okay, so obviously this is super important and this same language is used Later on in the book of Philippians, we've talked about this in podcast episodes before, in Philippians chapter 4, where Paul says, Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is just, and, and so on, these are the things that we must meditate on or think about. So again, discernment is important in the walk of a Christian. We need to be bold in proclaiming the word of God, but we also need to be peacemakers. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God in Matthew 5 and verse 9. So as we discern what is good and evil, we should be bold yet humble, and we should not be trying to stir up division, trying to get caught up in things of this world, but again, be transformed and test and discern. So again, I think this is part, a part of this cancel culture balance. Yeah, of course we need to not be filling our minds with things that are against the word of God. But number one, we need to make those decisions based on the word of God, not based on what society tells us or what's going on in our culture. But two, we need not be making such a public big deal over those things, but instead choosing to be peacemakers, not stirring up or causing division but just being wise about those things. In the book of James, he says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him pray and God will give it. And so if you are are wanting this discernment, as I hope we all are, you can pray about that. So again, discernment, super important. But I think the second part of this, this balance between this cancel culture idea is remembering that we are sojourners on this earth. And I'd like to read the lyrics of one of my favorite hymns, and that is, This World Is Not My Home. The first verse says, This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. Oh, Lord, you know I have no friend like you. If heaven's not my home, then, Lord, what will I do? The angels beckon me from heaven's open door, and I can't feel at home in this world anymore. This is about becoming uncomfortable with this world. This is about becoming so discontented, not in a negative way, as in we do need to be content with the things that God's given us, but but we understand that this world, it's, it's not all that God has planned for us. He has so much greater. He never intended... Ever since the fall, he never intended for us to stay here. It is evil, and he wants something better for us. So again, this this hymn is getting restless with the current state of the world and, and looking towards heaven as our eternal home. And another hymn that I think is important is uh, Here We Are But Straying Pilgrims. And I just, I love this hymn again, so I'm going to read the lyrics to this hymn. Here we are but straying pilgrims, here our path is often dim, but to cheer us on our journey, still we sing this wayside hymn. Yonder over the rolling river, where the shining mansions rise, soon will be our home forever, and the smile of the blessed giver 
gladdens all our longing eyes. Here our feet are often weary on the hills that throng our way. Here the tempest darkly gathers, but our hearts within us say, Yonder over the rolling river, where the shining mansions rise, soon will be our home forever, and the smile of the blessed giver gladdens all our longing eyes. Here our souls are often fearful of the pilgrim's lurking foe, but the Lord is our defender, and he tells us we may know, yonder over the rolling river, where the shining mansions rise, soon will be our home forever, and the smile of the blessed giver gladdens all our longing eyes. We are facing a nation that is self-consumed. We are facing a nation that is stripping God out of its laws and out of its land, out of everything that makes our nation the nation that it is. We are facing a nation in which murder and homosexuality and lust and covetousness and other sins are not only tolerated, but they are glorified. But because we have chosen to give our lives to Christ, this world is not our home. And I want to leave you with a few practical tips to help you remember that you are a sojourner. If you are a follower of Christ, you are a sojourner. You are a pilgrim. You have something so much greater to look forward to. So how do we make this our lifestyle? The first thing I would like to share with you as is the first thing, in my opinion, to handling anything that we face in this world. And that is to stay in the word. You have to be constantly in the word in order to keep your mind set on the things that are above. As Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, we have to seek those things that are above. And we can do that by staying in the word. But secondly, what kept the pilgrims of the Mayflower, the pilgrims that set foot first on our country, what is it that kept them going? It was the idea of a better life. I read in a devotional this morning that our lives move in the direction of our strongest thoughts. In order for us to stay focused on our better life, on our promised land, we must stay fixated on it. So read about it. Read about it in scripture. Talk about it to others. Think about it. I love listening to hymns about heaven, how beautiful heaven must be, and, and many others just like it. I love singing and listening to those hymns because, again, they keep my mind focused on what I'm working for. Every day when my feet hit the floor, I am working towards that heavenly home. Everything that I do will either propel me forward, further on the path to that heavenly home, or it will hold me and others back. I have to make that decision, and I have to be working towards that kingdom. This keeps me going. This helps me press onward. I hope that this episode has encouraged you, and I pray that if you gained nothing else from this episode, that you remember that no matter what is going on in our culture, no matter what gets canceled, no matter what laws may be changed, no matter what we might face as God's people in this nation or around the world, we have so much more to look forward to. We have so much to hope in because God has not left us without hope, but he has given us a home with him in heaven as long as we live faithfully for him. Again, I pray that this episode encouraged you. 
Thank you, as always, for listening to the Project Virtue Podcast. And until next week, have a blessed day and have a blessed week. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. And if you would like to see more of Project Virtue, you can go to projectvirtue.com or you can find us on Facebook at Project Virtue or find me on Instagram at It's Sarah Elizabeth. Thank you again and have a great day.